Welcome to HeartWired. I'm Coach Stace. This podcast is crafted with you in mind. Mom, the one who approaches your child's neurodiversity with an open heart and a willingness to explore the infinite tapestry of their unique gifts and talents. Together, we will shift paradigms and dismantle the limiting societal beliefs that mistakenly view neurodiversity through the narrow lens of deficits. Let's get the conversation going. Episode 1. Embracing the Power of Authenticity. Nurturing Neurodiverse Children with Love and Understanding. Welcome to the first episode of my podcast, Heart Wired where we delve deep into the incredible journey of raising neurodiverse children. Let's start by taking a moment to acknowledge the frustrations and the challenges that come hand in hand with parenting, especially when stereotypes and societal expectations attempt to stifle our children's true selves. In this episode, we will explore the power of authenticity, the detrimental effects of suppressing emotions, and the importance of nurturing our children with love and understanding. So, grab a cup of tea, find a cozy spot, and let's embark on this introspective journey together. Let's begin by challenging stereotypes and taking a look at self-reflection. The stereotypes surrounding parenting will leave you feeling overwhelmed and exhausted. When adding a neurodiverse child into the equation, the challenges are even more daunting. It's time for us to challenge these stereotypes, look within yourself, and discover the transformative power of self-reflection and accountability. Take a moment. Think about how societal expectations have shaped your own beliefs and attitude towards your children. In what ways can you shift your perspective to empower rather than suppress their authentic selves? Children are a reflection of their parents. There is no one who will ever trigger you as much as your own kids. As a result of this, I see parents putting an overemphasis on control. Let's face it, nobody wants to be confronted by their past wounds and flaws in the face of a toddler. Instead of continuing to numb yourself and controlling your child or escaping from the pain that surfaces in response to their behavior, you can choose self-compassion and open acknowledgement. This process will give your own inner child what they need. Think about the lessons your children will learn from watching your own personal growth. It's a great way to model emotional intelligence and teach them how important it is to develop themselves as people. When you heal yourself, this influences how you parent your children. Through that process, the dynamic of love and respect will emerge. Are you willing to change your narrative? It's time we challenge the societal expectations placed on your neurodiverse children. Who said the neurotypical way was the gold standard? 
I want to meet that person. In Japanese culture, prolonged eye contact is actually a sign of disrespect. Not to say either extreme is good, but my point is maybe it's time to let go of these societal rules that are in place and learn how to individuate just a bit more. Let's reconnect you with your heart and intuition as mothers. It's time to make decisions guided by what you feel is best for your children instead of following the pack. You know your child best. So quiet the noise around you and listen to what their soul is trying to tell you. When your child was first born, they couldn't speak in words. Instead, your baby used energy to communicate. As a mom, you felt everything your babies did. Get back to that awareness. I promise that you still possess it. After having my son, I noticed that he seemed different from other kids his age. I had been around children much of my life, and I was accustomed to watching over them while their parents socialized. I had earned the nickname Mother Goose. As a result of growing up as an empath and highly sensitive person, I parented my son through that lens. For me, connection was always the key. I wanted to connect with him so he would feel comfortable opening up to me always in all ways. I knew how it felt to be a kid that had nobody to confide in. The feeling of isolation and despair is something I never wanted my kids to feel. For me, my intuition has never failed. In this life, what I have noticed is a steady decline of intuitive self assurance in people because they're relying too heavily on social media for validation and feedback. In this podcast and in my work with parents, I want to help you push aside the expectations of others, societal norms, or otherwise. Instead, it's time to go inward, back into yourself. Your intuition, your greatest guide in life. Listen with intent and an open heart. It's time for parents to find inner peace through a process of self reflection and accountability. Let's explore a narrative that has plagued our society for far too long the suppression of emotions. We tell little girls, don't be so dramatic when they show emotions. Boys are shamed for shedding tears. This is not how it should be. Both statements are telling children that emotions are bad, that they should not be shown and shaming them when they have feelings. Personally, I was told to take my feelings, shove them deep down inside, and pretend they never existed. Simply because my father struggled with his own emotions. He felt uncomfortable whenever I expressed mine. Because of this discomfort, he tried to prevent me from feeling the way that I did. As a result, instead of learning how to express myself appropriately in social situations and form healthy relationships as an adult, instead, I spent much of my time dealing with the fallout caused by not having those life lessons taught early on. I invite you to consider the ways in which your own needs may be undermining those of your children. 
your kids, regardless of gender, deserve to express their opinions, thoughts, and feelings without fear of judgment and rejection. Take a moment. How often does your neurodivergent child attempt to express themselves only to be told by those around them they aren't doing it right? Therefore, they are accused of talking back and being disrespectful when all they are trying to do is communicate the only way they know how. Recently, my teen son said to me, Mom, this is why you annoy me sometimes. I was so proud that he was able to say how he felt so directly. Now, instead of getting irritated by what he says or does, I respond more like, that's okay. You annoy me too sometimes. It's human nature to get annoyed by people. How you respond is what matters most. Our society is uncomfortable with such directness, so we try to fix it because it triggers the wounds inside of us. Instead of forcing others to operate in a way that makes you comfortable, which can only hurt everyone involved, learn to look deeper when these wounds are activated and let them soften your heart instead. Why is it their responsibility to change their communication to fit into the neurotypical box? Now, imagine yourself in their shoes. How would you feel if someone was constantly controlling your every move, the way you speak, dismissing your ideas, and dictating your emotions? In romantic relationships, isn't that what we call abuse? Take a moment. Think back to when you were a child. How did you feel being parented in this way? Most people will claim, well, I turned out fine because of the way they were parented. But in reality, it was their resilience and ability to learn from their experiences rather than any parenting skill sets. Let's break that theory down. Do you struggle with emotional regulation? speaking your mind, saying no and setting firm boundaries. If it feels like other people are in charge of your emotions, or if someone gets upset with you, then there must be something wrong with you. If so, then those things point to areas where growth is needed. I know you want better for your children. So it's time to challenge this narrative and create a safe space where emotions, thoughts, and feelings are honored and embraced. I was that kid growing up, the one who always felt like an outsider, the black sheep of the family, whose thoughts were never heard or valued by those around me. I was often criticized for making my own decisions because other people couldn't understand why I thought so differently from them. When I did try to be my true self and stick up for what I believed in, people called me a bitch even if they were the ones who simply didn't understand me. Because of this early trauma, I developed into an adult who was insecure and doubted herself constantly. The only place I didn't question myself was in motherhood and around children. The inner child deep within me is directly in tune with every child I encounter. Question of the day. How do you embrace authenticity and allow growth? First, 
you allow it within yourself. It starts with you. Your children are not here to merely mirror your beliefs and experiences. They are unique souls on their own journey of self-discovery. Let's explore the concept of allowing growth and nurturing your children's own thoughts and belief systems. An adult-child dynamic does not automatically mean that the adult holds all the wisdom. Are you open to what your child has to say to you? You must create the time and space for your children to develop their own authentic beings, free from the weight of shoulds and expectations of those around them. How often do you find yourself speaking for your neurodivergent child? Whether it's a lack of confidence they can speak for themselves or a fear of what will come out of their mouth. When your neurodivergent child isn't allowed the process of finding their voice, they shut down. It's human nature. Then I see parents of teens upset because their child isn't confiding in them. It starts when your kids are young. They need to find their voice. I invite you to discover some ways in which you can help your children communicate their own thoughts rather than simply doing it for them or telling them what they should be thinking. Together, let us shift your lens and acknowledge that their journey is just as important and valid as your own. As we near the end of this episode, let us touch on the healing power of the parent-child connection. When you prioritize connection and relationship over control and judgment, a beautiful transformation unfolds. Your children will blossom. You will become a guide and an ally, supporting their growth every step of the way. Through open dialogue, active listening, strong boundaries, and an unwavering love, you can bridge the gaps that may have hindered their true selves from shining through. It's time to move forward with compassion and build a stronger, more authentic connection with your children. Your child's mindset will determine how they feel about their differences. It all begins with the way you teach them to think. They will be able to let go of others' opinions because they will realize that those opinions of others are based on that person's experiences, not theirs. Neurodiverse women like myself don't conform to the standards of this neurotypical world. My conversations with parents create compassion and understanding through acceptance. There is an entire world of experiences and perspectives that neurodiverse people bring to society. Unless we embrace them, neurotypical modes of thought will continue to dominate our culture at the expense of others' abilities. Thank you for joining me on this introspective journey towards nurturing your neurodiverse children with love and understanding. As we continue to challenge stereotypes, unravel the narrative of emotional suppression, and embrace the authenticity, we not only shape the future of our children, but also evolve and grow as individuals ourselves. Remember, the power lies within you to create an environment where your child's true self can flourish. Embrace the beauty of their neurodiversity. Move forward with compassion, empathy, and a commitment to growth. Until next time, keep nourishing your souls, embracing your journey, and celebrating the uniqueness that lies within you 
and your children. If you found today's episode insightful and empowering, I invite you to subscribe to my podcast for upcoming episodes filled with wisdom, guidance, and heartfelt conversations. If you would like to join my membership container, connect with me on Facebook at Stace Muscat. Join me as I continue to navigate the joys and challenges of raising neurodiverse children. Until then, sending you love, light, and endless possibilities on your parenting journey.